This is the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. Welcome to the Liberator Podcast. My name is Jeremy Kubitschek, and today I have the privilege of having some British guy named Steve Cockrum, a business partner and great friend in Oklahoma City. Welcome to Oklahoma City, Steve. Thank you, Jeremy. Good to be in God's favorite state in the whole of the Union. That's that's exactly right. Yeah. So hey, so we've got a beautiful weather here too. We've got you know blue skies. You feel good about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm told there's a tornado coming this afternoon. Is there any truth in that? <laughs> no, that was last time you were here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's only in the spring. So we also have another guest in, the, uh, in, our, in our attendance today. We've got a special friend. Steve, why don't you introduce our special guest today? We have the one and only uh, Justin Westbrooks. Justin is um, a founding partner, really, with us of Giant Worldwide. I think you were about 12 when we started, Justin, weren't we? But um, this man has been with us since the very beginning, since the, the days when we were in Heads of Priory over there in England, and has been really a superstar. I mean, a bit of a drama queen at times, but basically, we love you, Justin. Well, they say imitation's the highest form of flattery, so I'm just trying to follow your leads, dude. <laughs> That's actually quite funny for you, Justin. Well done. <laughs> so today, we've got a lab rat, uh, which is really what Justin is, and we're going to go through, and we're going to show you, all of you, I, I, I think we're at six million now, six yeah. million people. Yeah. Uh, all the six million uh, friends who are listening, we're going to show you how we actually do what we do with a live uh, experiment yeah. uh, to show how we actually implement should some I of these getting, tools. Should I be getting nervous now that I'm a live experiment? Yeah, do you have the IV? I've got the IV ready. Has uh, he signed the disclaimer and the sort of health warranty? Yeah, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure I have. <laughs> so with that, we're going to go ahead and get started, jumping right into um, Justin's. Justin's role in Giant is really. He oversees a lot of our special projects. He's working on marketing. He's been working on the upcoming Five Voices system called Transforming Team Communication. We're really excited about it. He's been working on things from websites to our toolkit to all types of things that we just kind of throw Justin in on, just like we're throwing him in on this podcast. So let's walk him through. Steve, why don't you tee us up and kind of uh, walk us through the, the live experiment here? Fantastic. So, well, the, the Liberator podcast, um, if you've reached episode 6,332, then by now you'll be aware that what we're trying to do is to say we're looking to basically develop leaders who know how to calibrate high support and high challenge for those they lead to create a culture of empowerment and opportunity where people get to be their best, they get to bring their best, and basically they get to be the person that they were created to be. So we thought, here's an example. Justin, when you came to us, you know, you were just out of high school pretty much, weren't you, really? Um, we just think, we always say that basically liberation always begins with self. You can't give away what you don't possess. And so many people actually beat themselves up enough. They don't actually liberate themselves. So just talk us through, maybe using some of the simple tools and some of the kind of the voice awareness. How has self-awareness in the process of being with us over these years helped you know yourself to lead yourself that little bit better? Yeah, I think it's a good question. I mean, I think um, for me, what's really interesting is there's sort of this overarching um, uh, movement uh, and it, that goes into every single circle of influence. And the movement for me has been, and the biggest aha is I've sort of looked in the mirror, being around you guys, being around all the other giants and, and looking at these tools and really processing through them. The biggest movement has been uh, uh, moving from being accidental to intentional. 
So that's that's my biggest learning opportunity is that my tendency uh, when I begin to drift is to drift towards being accidental. And there's a lot of reasons for that. And if you look at you know what it means to be an ENTP pioneer connector, um, it's really, really easy. If, if there's something that I'm not excited about or if I don't have you know another mountain to try to figure out, okay, how are we going to take that mountain or okay, how are we going to take that hill? Um, if I'm not getting to think strategically, it's very easy for me to begin to drift towards, hey, you know what? I just can't be bothered right? And, and that's the battle I think I find every day is that, um, you know, when I'm going through the grocery store uh, checkout line, this is the example that Mike Opadal, our managing partner, always uses, is whenever he goes to the checkout line, he's looking to be intentional and just speaking to the person who is the cashier and, and, and making their day, you know, asking them how they're doing and actually engaging with them where my tendency is I, I, I'd rather just have my headphones in and listening to, you know, podcast or music or whatever, not, not, and just, you know, go about my day. Um, and so I think, you know, my, my journey of liberation uh, has started with, you know, the movement from accidental to intentional and and then how that plays out in my marriage, with my team, with people that I'm interacting with. Um, it's, it's been pretty significant. And, and obviously, I think, you know, I'm still on this journey of liberation, what it looks like um, to continue to be liberated every single day. Right. Because it, it's not like a, it's, it's like working out. You don't just get in shape and then, OK, I've made it next. It's. No, 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 no. You, you, you get in shape and then you have to stay in shape and you also can keep continue to grow. So uh, that's uh, that's a shorter answer to of, of what could be a very long episode. But there you go. So what was interesting, what was interesting is um, having a Pioneer Connector with a Pioneer Connector. So Steve and Justin working uh, really you guys work really well together. Uh, one, because uh, you can put up with Justin uh, because he's almost a mini me. Uh, for me, better yeah, better looking me. But uh, then uh, for me, watching and being around him as a connector, uh, creative, learning how to communicate, uh, the one thing we all share is we share the connector piece. And so what's fascinating for those listening, if you're going to have key members working on your team with you, you have to understand who they are. You have to know know yourself to lead yourself is really, really important. And that's, that's what Justin was just saying. But also to know yourself to lead your lead your team. So we've had to really understand um, Justin. So the voices has allowed us to understand him in order to really serve him to uh, calibrate high support and high challenge for himself. So I have a quick story. So I remember the very first time I met Jeremy was actually back in your Giant Impact days when we were doing a little project together. And I, we first came into the meeting. It was me and Austin and Hunter. And we came in and sat down at your table. And we were you know there to get some work done. And right when I sat down, I pulled out my notebook and my pen. And I was like, all right, let's get to work. And Jeremy goes, hang on, hang on, hang on put the notebook up and you actually created a space for us to have a connect an opportunity to go hey let's think about the relationship before the tasks that's at hand that's absolutely yeah. a, a tendency of mine as a pioneer connector is i want to jump right into okay let's get to work let's put something on the whiteboard let's get it rolling so that was a funny little thought yeah i thought you were a complete jerk at that yeah. time <laughs> and so no but but that's the, the understanding if you know yourself to lead yourself to go hey you need a little third gear yeah. So to put the third gear, uh, the gears metaphor in there to go, we need third gear before we get into fourth and fifth gear. Yeah. So great. All right, next question. So Justin, so Pioneer Connector, really good self-awareness. So therefore, that presumably meant by nature you're better at bringing challenge than support. But I know that in some ways your nurture and living around the Hodge brothers probably challenged that. How did, how did that support and challenge dynamic play out in relation to you being a Pioneer Connector? Yeah, I think it was probably a bit of an overcorrection. So understand, like I, I think 
given the the groups of people that I was connected to, and then obviously getting to meet um, Austin and Hunter and the work that we did before joining Giant, I began to notice like, wow, these guys are way more relational than I am. And so seeing that, you know, my tendency was obviously to talk about anything that was exciting to me. And looking back in my college years, I was probably a train wreck and had no idea because, you know, I would just never even thought about the possibility of what is what is it or that people on the other side of me may not be interested in what it is I'm talking about or uh, that people, you know, or you didn't want to hear what I wanted to say. So getting to be around the Hodge brothers and, and seeing, wow, these guys are uh, super into, you know, caring for others. They're really concerned. I remember uh, what we were talking to them once and they said, you know, those nights where you lay awake and you, th- and you replay all of the conversations that you had with people all day. And, uh, and and rethink about, okay, maybe I should have said this different or I should have said this different. And I said, no, I've never, absolutely <laughs> never thought of that ever. I've never even had that thought. It, it be, kind of began to make me aware to go, wow, okay, I probably need to make some sort of correction. And so given that, I think what probably happened is I overcorrected to go, no, my tendency to bring challenge, uh, I began to push it towards protector and potentially even abdicator to go, I just don't really know what to do, so maybe I just won't do anything. And so it kind of brought me, probably I would say, my tendency actually was more towards the abdication circles, just don't do anything at all. So, Fantastic. And so um, during your time with Giant, we're, we're very good at kind of matchmaking, aren't we? And uh, we're gradually marrying off various members of the team. You met the delightful Jess and then had the privilege of really bringing some of this self-awareness into uh, that engagement process and the marriage complex. Uh, context and Jess obviously is different to you she's a connector creative talk to us a little bit about how some of your self-awareness some of the tools what did it mean for you to as you kind of started that relationship what did um, liberation look like for you in your thinking for Jess yeah I mean so not to sound like a broken record but I mean so again my tendency is I love getting to work I love getting to dream I love getting to think about strategy what are we building and when people say what do you want to be doing in 10 years time the only answer I can come up with is I want to be building things with friends and having fun like that's my answer owning a lot of bitcoin owning a lot of bitcoin absolutely yeah we can talk cryptocurrency (laughs) on a different podcast Uh, that's yeah that's a different show um, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, uh, with Jessica, though, she is absolutely 100%. If you've, if you've heard of, you know, the, the Myers-Briggs uh, typology, she is absolutely a feeler, 100%. There is no, like, she's, there's no lack of clarity there for her. Like, that is the one that we're 100% certain on. And so my interaction with her, that's probably what drew me to her in the first place was that difference, right? And I think oftentimes we see the things that we're missing, we see it in someone else, and so that's what, what brought, brought, you know, connected us together for sure. And so in our marriage, what I've realized is I think it probably started with once she began to understand my wiring and what the tendencies that I had, she began to have a lot more grace for me and, and go, okay, this is just him being, you know, an ENTP or a pioneer connector or whatever. And then for me also beginning to realize the importance to go, you know, actually, I don't need to be as hard driving. I don't need to be as, you know, always go, go, go. I need to actually take time and, and take time to get into what we would call second gear, which is absolutely the hardest gear for me, again, because it's in the present and the here and now. It's not thinking about the future. It's just connecting with relationships. And so for me, whenever we talk relationally, for, I'm always like, yeah, we're good. We're great. Everything's good to go. I mean, what? what is there to work on? And her tendency as an ENFJ, you know, is what is the development of our relationship look like? You no, know, how are we doing? Whereas my tendency is I want to talk about ideas and possibilities of the future. So, so I mean, it's great. I really appreciate your honesty there. I think what it shows you see is when you actually become self-aware, 
we actually create a vocabulary and language which allows conversations to happen. Can you imagine what would have happened in your marriage if you'd just gone, Jess is lovely, I really like the look of Jess, we'll get married. Um, she's probably just like me, really. We'll kind of carry on. How, how do you think that would have gone without some of these tools? Well, in one word, I would say it'd be a train wreck. Um, and it would, absolutely, it would have been a significant learning opportunity, more so than it has been. Um, and I think, you know, the... Again, the thing is, is learning. I, the biggest thing that the self awareness piece has brought to the marriage component has absolutely been the idea of uh, how do you extend grace in the direction of people who are absolutely different than you. Mm. So when when you think of um, the the desire to be a liberator, there's really that's why we pull the five circles in because most people only think of liberation as maybe my team or I'm supposed to be a leader. But to go uh, one, are you liberating yourself? Yeah. Second, then your family. So in your case, your marriage. Yeah. So how how do you calibrate high support and high challenge in your marriage? Mm -hmm. Then it gets to the team component. Mm -hmm. Then it goes to organization and then the community. So what we find is then so many people are one thing in one circle and a different thing in a different circle. So the consistency is so important to be intentional and to be consistent as a liberator. So let's walk through and get into the team. Uh, we've been going through an establishment period uh, where we've really been focused on, we have a tool called uh, Org Clarity, and we go through uh, vision, mission, values that we get into, leadership roles. And we've really been focused this summer on leadership roles and getting people um, into the roles, and, and specifically, we're trying to get people to 70-30, which is the idea. We've shared this with you, but the idea that the, uh, the ideal setting is for you to be in 70% uh, doing what brings life, what is what you're really gifted in, the areas that, that um, are not necessarily heavy, where the 30% of what you're doing is things you have to do. They might drain you, but you've kind of figured out how to handle them and do them, so um, for me, it would be things like uh, contracts or agreements or taxes. or Those are things I don't want to do, uh, but I have to oversee those things. So in your case, talk through the 70-30 yep. and how it might, might relate. Yeah, I mean, so, um, you know, kind of the, the big picture for me, the, anything that is future-oriented, um, we're beginning to dream, we're putting things on the whiteboard, we're imagining what could be. There's still a lot of ambiguity in what, you know, we're trying to build, but there's sort of an objective that we're going after. I love that space, which, you know, gives way to the startup zone really nicely. And then anything, obviously, any new initiatives that we're trying to put together. I love that space. Uh, anything that is detail-oriented, especially details by myself, uh, which is also required a lot of times in, in everyone's work, that's the areas that begin to drain me because it's sort of the monotonous, okay, what difference is it going to make that the hex color on this part pixel on the website, you know, <laughs> we've got to make sure that's matching the rest of the, That kind of stuff is can be draining for me. And so for um, I've really appreciated just you guys and the intentionality of going, okay, we understand the reality that if we can get people into a zone where they can bring their best and we're asking them to play in an area where, you know, it brings them life to get to do the things that we're asking them to do. That's where we're going to see the most growth and potential. And I think one of the ways that for you, if you're thinking about who do you lead, how could you create that environment for your team? The voices, again, is so simple. It's, it's almost like for, Ju for Justin here, if you can spend 70% of your time using that pioneer connector, bit of a creative as well, then you'll always have energy for work because it's almost coming out of who you are 
but therefore for you, the guardian detail and almost that nurture, how do we have to be nice to people with no apparent task? All of that basically is draining. So if you, if you think, if you're listening and go, that what was... You sound kind of like a, uh, a jerk, man. Hopefully I'm not that big of a jerk, oh, but okay. Jerk. Yeah. No, it's fine, it's fine. I'm, I, I, you're doing very well, Justin. You're, you're certainly way advanced than I was at your age. But I think that's a good thing. If you think of your team at the moment, and if you happen to know what their, their voice order is, just asking the question, what's your 70-30 right now and which way is it trending? Because in startup, which, you know, new things, you've been incredibly adaptable, incredibly flexible, very entrepreneurial. But actually, as Jeremy's saying, that the move to try and go, how can we create a place in Giant where you get to use more of your strengths day by day? So just, you know, talk a little bit about um, what would you say your 70-30 is right now? It's got to add up to 100, by the way. And which way would you say it's trending and why? Yeah, it's good. Um, that's a good question. Again, this is off just you know top of my top of my mind. But I would say I'm I'm probably fifty fifty um, because I I feel like we have been making a move towards you know thanks to the organizational clarity and the work that we're doing for you know leadership roles in the organization, definitely trending towards the seventy thirty because uh, sort of the space that I'm getting to step into are the new initiatives that we're building. So the five voices system and then some technology stuff that we're working on. And then also some of the new frontiers as it relates to the consultative work that we do, I'm getting to play with, okay, what are we trying to do? What do we need to build? How do we, how do we get there? How do we take the new mountains and the new hills? And so, but in the same time, you got to have grace for sort of leaving the old world mm. or bits and pieces of the old world of the detailed work, the website building, the design work, the stuff that's kind of behind the scenes. You got to have grace to kind of balance that as you phase into your seventy thirty. And and kind of one sort of rule of thumb we'd say is that that you can survive outside of the seventy thirty for a period of time. So like if it's sixty forty, fifty fifty, forty sixty, you can usually sustain that for about a year before you start to become a little bit worn out. And in some ways, if you've got people in your teams who used to be like really on fire, they're just a bit weary and a bit worn out and just kind of a bit cynical and jaded. You'll often find that actually if you ask them and give them this lens, it's they've been living outside of the 70-30 for an extended period of time. And that's one of the ways that you can often re-energize, reinvigor people. The fact that you're actually sitting down with your team members and saying, how do I create an environment where they get to play? Not 100-0, that's indulgent, but how do we get to create closer to work being a natural strength? And if your employees are an asset, if your team members are an asset, not liabilities, that means that you want them to do well. You want them for the sake of the team to do as well as they possibly can. So your job as a liberator is to think proactively, intentionally, what do they need right now? How do I help them get out of 50-50 or 40-60? So if you see someone underwater and they're drowning, you should save them. You should actually pull them. You should give them things. And so uh, in, in our case, we know that he's that Justin's been a 50-50, but we also are giving him the opportunity in the on-ramp to get to 70-30. And that's part of our job as uh, liberating leaders. And again, for those listening, we want you to be intentional. We want this to be practical. So look specifically at the three to five to seven, however many people that you lead and think, are they underwater? Uh, if it's, you may not lead anyone, it may be your spouse. Um, are they underwater? Are there certain things that you could actually do to get them to their sweet spot because they're taking on things uh, maybe uh, for you and they're protecting you per se. So uh, we're after really the whole idea of liberation as a lifestyle and that you think of it, um, again, self, family, team, and organization. And if you do this really, really well, you build a cohesive team. I think we've done that, right? You still like us, Justin? 
Most days. Okay. Yeah, yeah good. So um, our, our goal um, for today is really just to um, take the whole idea of liberation and to actually explore it with one of our team members and our, our partners and to go, hey, this is what's actually happening, and he's actually living this stuff out. Uh, we're watching and observing it in Justin, and what's so fun is we love it when Justin, uh, who's really kind of behind the scenes a lot and does a lot of the the um, special projects, but he also is a giant, and we see him a lot of times talking with people on airplanes or wherever. It, he's uh, It's just fun watching his liberation for other people, too. So um, any last thoughts for you, Justin? Yeah, I, I just, this whole idea of, okay, what does it look like to lead someone well, I think just to sort of reiterate, I know we've kind of said this in different ways, but the importance of taking time to really get to know the person that you're leading and understand what their true tendencies are, because I think there's an assumption that we know what's best for them, or we think we know, you know, how they're wired or what brings them life, but really take time to, to draw that out. And then also the second piece that you guys have done a good job of is um, continuing to fight for clarity and making sure that you're setting expectations. So to go set the expectations for what the relationship looks like, set the expectations for, okay, what does it look like for me to lead you well? Here's what I expect of you as well. So making sure those, those are the two big things. So, so understanding their tendencies and then also setting clear expectations, big piece. Yeah, and final thing for me, really just to honor you, Justin, I think a lot of leaders, when they when they meet Giant, they always go, where where do you get these people? I mean, honestly, if we could clone you and Hunter and the others in the team, everyone goes, I want people like that who seem so committed and living what you do. Well, that really is the, the fruit of multiplication. Because when you know that the people in your team or your organization, that you're proud when they represent you. So for me, I could put you in any environment, in any context now, and know that I'd be proud of the way you represented um, Jeremy and I as the founders of this company. Well, that, I would say, is the, the story that really goes to the heart of what we're trying to do is how do we create transformation that lasts? How do we be liberators for our people in all circles of influence? But how do we multiply that transformation so that they can be a liberator as well? Um, that really is the kind of the, the, the core of everything we've tried to build. So you are lab rat, um, but you're also a great example and encouragement, I think, certainly to me, that three and a half years on, You've experienced trans personal transformation that's making differences, and we've heard, but you're now actually multiplying that into all kinds of areas in your own life. And I hear the stories of liberation of people saying, Justin did this with me, and Justin helped me with this. And I think that's the thing that draws a lot of people into our world, because that's really what we um, are all about. So our goal is to really cause um, a, a movement of liberation. If you think through li liberation as a lifestyle, um, that's really what we're asking you all to consider. You think about it in every circle of influence and actually practice it and actually have uh, the fruit of that in the people that you lead. So uh, a couple of things that you can, uh, for those of you who want more, I know a number of you have said, how do I get more involved or what do, what do I do more? Well, there's lots of opportunities. Uh, Steve and I speak in lots of different locations and places, and so we come to um, places to speak. So if you have any interest in, in uh, us coming to speak to different groups, we have other giants as well who can speak or share and come to you to serve and actually uh, put this system into play into your organization. Um, we also ha um, have uh, something called the Liberator Network. I've mentioned it a couple of times. Uh, we, we actually have liberators who gather um, uh, annually and so that's coming up here in January. And so if you're interested in any of those or want us to connect in your world, then contact, now here we go, Justin at GiantWorldwide.com. So he gets to play right, right there with, with a myriad of emails. I'm changing my email.
<laughs> so we'd love to uh, connect though. We we're simply just want to be a resource. We want to be a resource for liberation and we want to help you get to the next level. So if you have a team of people that you want to just take the next level, uh, we can talk through what how uh, it might be helpful in certain programs that we have that can really take you to the next level. So thank you for being a great listener to all 6 million. Um, it keeps growing. Uh, we're grateful. Until tendency, Yeah, that's a connector. Uh, until next time, we'll see you soon. Cheers. Thanks so much for listening. That concludes today's episode of the Liberator Podcast from Giant Worldwide. You can find out more information about us online at giantworldwide.com. <laughs>